0: You are listening to Fake FM, the Breakfast Show, and my voice is sounding really loud here in Finland.
1: How about but I'm friends? still doing my best.
0: Hopefully, Hopefully, you guys can hear us. Uh, we are having a fun time in Finland. I am in Helsinki right now. That I have I've just flown over. I flew from Sydney to Singapore to London to now Helsinki, and we're here live doing the show. <laughs>
2: Are you hearing us well, from Finland, Blake? it's our first like? time
0: on radio here uh, broadcasting from Finland. So we are having a little bit of technical difficulties. I really apologize for that. But we're getting there. We're doing our best. Hopefully, uh, you guys can hear us. Uh, it's a little nerve-wracking. But very shortly, uh, we'll be able to get everything sorted and, and have everything working out uh, without any issues. I do want to have a little bit of a shout-out. To our listeners in Wagga Wagga, New South Wales, on 87.6. We also have our listeners in Monto, Queensland, 88.0. So shout out all the way from Finland. Just want to say hi to you. Thank you for listening on Faith FM.
2: You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
0: Well, I can't hear anything on my side. I'm not sure can if it's working over there. I'm hoping it's working. It seems like it's working, but I'm here in Finland. Monica is in Newcastle, New South Wales, uh, where Shell, producer Shell is as well, too. But I can't hear anybody over here. I'm not sure why. what's going on. So hopefully you guys can hear us here uh, going on radio uh, live from Helsinki, Finland, where we're getting ready for the uh, mission trip that's going to go to Coivico I just got a text message here that says we're going to go to the quiz so I'm going to let Monica do that Mon if you can help us out with the quiz uh just so you guys know I can't hear Mon right now so I'm hoping it's going to work
2: Okay so here comes our quiz it is a what am I quiz The number to call if you know the answer is 0491064669 you can text or call but this is our question today. What am I? God said he would make Gog drop these from his right hand. God said he would make Gog drop these from his right hand. A well, bit of a hard one. Tell us what you think it zero six four six six nine. If you win, you will get two prizes. You get Jesus at the Helm. It's a thousand-piece jigsaw puzzle. It's absolutely beautiful. It depicts Jesus in a storm, but he's at the helm, and the people are safe around him, as well as a copy of the Great Controversy DVD uh, from Mountain View Academy Orchestra and Singers. So beautiful double prize. They're coming at you. If okay, you well, get I'm getting the a
0: text message now for months, so... I guess that's how we're going to go because I can't hear anything that Mon is saying. I can't hear the music. I can't hear the news. I can't hear any sound effects, but I will tell us about the mission trip. So, so far, we left from Sydney uh, and Mon is going to text me and she says, yes, let's roll like this. Okay, so I'm getting text messages from Mon. Also, if you (laughs) want to text us as well, too, make sure that you are texting us in at... I don't have my number up here. There's so many different things happening. Mon, can you just quickly tell them the number real quick while I write it down? It's 0491. She's texting <laughs> me. 0491. And then what's the next ones there, Mon? <laughs> oh, 064.
2: I'm texting Six six nine. Finland okay, yes. Oh four nine one oh six four six
0: six nine. Right here on The Breakfast Show. You'd think I would memorize that by now, but I have a little note in the studio, and I just always rely on that. But here in Finland, there's no note. So I better uh, get that sorted as soon as possible. But yeah, we are. We're going to uh, Cuevaco which is a, about a four-hour train ride or bus ride north of Helsinki, Finland. It was a really, really long journey, honestly. Like, I got on the I got on the plane in Sydney, flew about eight and a half hours to Singapore, had about a three-hour layover, which sounds like a long time, but it wasn't because by the time I walked from one end of the airport to the other, basically sat down, then stood back up, then walked into the security place. Sat back down and then stood back up and got on the plane and then flew again all the way to uh, London, where I was in London for about three hours again as well, too, before getting on the plane all the way to Helsinki. Uh, it is pretty it's pretty crazy, too. When I was in London, I had this guy, uh, his name was Matt, and he, I was just reading a book. He came up and started talking to me. It was a really great conversation about life and about Christianity, about what I, I did, uh, like why I was going to Finland. And then he, the conversation basically ended. Matt said, Hey, you know, you've really challenged me and I want to start reading my Bible more. And I said, That's an awesome way to end <laughs> this conversation. Cause he's like, I've got to run. I got to go get on the airplane um, for, I, I think he was flying back to Ohio, but. It was such a great way for that conversation to end because he said i want to start reading my bible more and thank you so much for this uh conversation because it's really challenged my belief i grew up as a a christian but i've really kind of fallen away and i don't really have that relationship that i want to have with god the way that you're talking about it right now and i think my first step is i need to open up the bible again and start spending time with him and i said hey if that's what this conversation led to, the whole trip was worth it, man. Like, this is really cool. I'm really excited to hear that. And I just, I pray that God will bless you in your pursuit to, to learn about him more and to study the word. Now, Mon sending me some text messages as well, too. What exactly are you doing on the, on the mission trip? So we're going to Coivico, which is a lifestyle center in the middle of. Mikeli, I think it's called. Michele, Mikeli. I'm definitely, my finish is not perfect because I don't know any finish. Uh, that's very clear since I've been here. <laughs> but Michele is the place that we're going. And Coivoco is like a lifestyle health center retreat. We're going to be renovating. There's basically little dormitories and housing all around the place, but it's quite an old facility. So there's a lot of There's a lot of structures and a lot of uh, different places for people to come and stay, but it needs renovation. So when people come from all over Europe, and really all over the world as well, they need a place to stay that they're not freezing. Because let me tell you, Finland is really, 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 really cold. And so we're going to be renovating all the different areas uh, around there for that. Plus, uh, I believe we're going to be doing some... uh, Preaching and teaching in, in some different churches around uh, the, the Finnish area as well, too. And I have, coming up later on the show, I've got a guy who planted a church here in Helsinki, Finland, called Oikus, And it's going to be a really, really cool uh, show as well, too. So, okay, Mon, now you go. You share some good news and i won 't interrupt you
2: <laughs> thanks Blake. This is going to be an interesting radio show where we, well he can 't hear me, but I can hear him. I did want to share some good news this morning uh, there 's some interesting studies coming about about healthy lifestyle and how especially a nutritious diet has been proven to slow memory decline in older people. I don't know what it means by older people because I'm only in my 30s and I'm already feeling my memory go out the window. So they've done a 10-year study of Chinese adults over the age of 60 and this shows that a healthy lifestyle, um, particularly the, the nutritious diet, associated uh, was associated with the slowing of memory decline in older people. So this uh, new research was um, published in the BMJ, and it shows that healthy living was seen in those with a gene making them genetically susceptible to, healthy, um, to Alzheimer's disease. So carriers of the, I'm going to try and pronounce this, a ape, which is the A-P-O-E gene, the strongest known risk factor for Alzheimer's and related dementia, saw a slowing in memory loss um, associated with healthy habits such as refraining from alcohol. The Chinese research team that the memory, said that the memory continuously declines, declines as people age, but evidence from existing studies was insufficient to, access, to, sorry, to assess the effect of a healthy lifestyle on memory in later life. So given the possible causes of memory decline, they explained that a combination of healthy behaviours might be needed for the best effect. So I'm going to share some of these. Um, so the researchers analysed data from over 30,000 adults uh, who were over the age of 60 with normal cognitive function. And the group had an average age of 72, and almost half of them were women. So the start of the study, which was in 2009, uh, memory function was measured using an auditory verbal learning test, an AVLT, and participants were tested for the APOE gene, and 20% were found to, have, uh, to be carriers. And then follow-up assessments were then uh, conducted in 2012, 2014, 2016, and 2019. So the Healthy Lifestyle uh, Score combined six factors, so diet... Regular exercise, active social contact, cognitive activities such as reading and writing, not smoking, and never touching alcohol, which was then calculated. And based on their score ranging from 0 to 6, participants were put into favorable, which was 4 to 6 healthy factors, average, which was 2 to 3, or unfavorable, which was 1 to 0 healthy lifestyle groups. And then separated it into the carriers and the non-carriers carriers of the APOE gene. So after taking into um, all these factors into account, they found that the healthy diet had the strongest effect on slowing memory decline, followed by cognitive activity and then physical exercise. Um, so that was by the study lead author, Professor Xiangping Ji. So according to the group with the unfavorable lifestyles, memory decline in the favorable lifestyle groups was Uh, 0.28 points slower over 10 years based on a standardized score of the AVLT. And memory decline in the average lifestyle group was 0.16 points slower. So really quite incredible that um, this strong evidence is now coming out that if you can incorporate those six favorable lifestyle um, activities into your life, I'm going to read them again. So diet, regular exercise, active social contact, cognitive activities such as reading and writing, not smoking and never touching alcohol. So those six factors will help your memory um, stay clearer and stay stronger and sharper as you get older. I feel like this is stuff we already have been known and been practicing as Seventh-day Adventists, but it's incredible to see uh, the science now catching up with what we've known for a long time. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different.
0: Them. Oh, Hopefully you can hear me. I think you can hear Monica as well, too. Mon, can I hear you?
2: I don't know. Can you hear me? You tell me. Oh,
0: I can hear you. Oh, yes. Okay. Excellent. Oh, That's wonderful. It. Okay. <laughs> that, was, that was so crazy. Before, I was like, what's happening? I don't even know what's going on, but it was good. You were sending me messages all the way in Finland. Technology is wild these days. I it's think just DJ like crazy. Shell
2: needs a nap. <laughs> a nap and a round of applause.
0: Yeah, good work How's getting Finland? all that sorted. That,
2: I'm so jealous. That was,
0: yeah, Finland is so cold. Let me just tell you. Like, I mean,
2: did all that merino sheep stuff come in handy?
0: Oh, I'm wearing it right now oh, inside
2: yeah? <laughs> to stay on the.
0: Just like it's it's so crazy. So I bought this like merino. Uh, I don't know what is it called long underwear. I think long that's Jones. what it is. Yeah, long johns. Long John. Yeah, Merino Long John. They were a game changer. Let me say, I got woolen (laughs) socks as well, too. Uh Uh, I bought today. Today was so exciting. You have no idea. I bought a Finnish raccoon hat. If you want to see it, it's on on Instagram. Go to Outback Patriot. Uh, That's my my username on Instagram, uh, Outback Patriot. And I'm wearing a Finnish raccoon hat. It's been a dream of mine to own one of these hats for literally my entire life. I didn't and know I the finally, Finnish,
2: that Finland had raccoons.
0: Yeah, they're different. So it's like raccoons in America are different than the Finnish ones. The, the Finnish raccoons have longer fur than the than the raccoons in America.
2: Oh. And I was like, what? So is it like kind of like a Davy Crockett thing?
0: No, it is. Have you seen it? Oh, Christmas I'm looking story? at it
2: right now. I've just gone on your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious,
0: exactly. That's dude. It. Look? <laughs> That's me where that thing. You yeah, kind of look is. like
2: a Russian czar.
0: <laughs> it has a little bit of Russian vibes for sure. For
2: it's sure. super it poofy. Is so warm.
0: I love it. It is so so warm, and I'm not probably gonna, one of the warmest things ever. I'm not gonna lie.
2: I'm not gonna lie. The top of it looks like super eighties. You know, in the eighties, they would they like tease their fringe. They made the front of their hair look like a fountain of hair. That's what that looks. Ironically, like on you. <laughs>
0: while I was while I was walking down the streets of Finland, I was like, oh, so this is what it feels like to have hair. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you look like you're wearing a giant eighties mullet. So long.
0: Oh, you just made my day, Mon. Literally, <laughs> giant bullet has been my dream. I honestly, this is this is something that I tell people regularly. I I am thankful. Uh, I'm thankful to be bald uh, because I, I believe that the Lord decided that I should be bald because He knew. That if I wasn't bald, I would rock a giant 80s mullet. And the (laughs) Lord was, you know what? The world cannot handle Blake Pinland with a mullet. We're just going to make him bald. We're going to call it a day. He can have a beard and that's fine. Okay. Everything (laughs) is good.
2: To keep the citizens safe. But
0: now that I've found my Finnish raccoon hat, Mm -hmm. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling I'm feeling like a spry young man in the early 80s rocking out (laughs) with with that uh, finish hat. It's really, really, it's so warm. And honestly, what I've found, if you keep your feet warm, your hands warm, and the head warm, everything else is pretty okay. Isn't that what I told you? Yeah, you did. It's true. I agree. (laughs) And being from uh, German descent, you're going to know you're cold as well, too, (laughs) because it's just a hop skip over the pond to Finland. You know yeah. from germany
2: yeah
0: and it is man who it is so cold like we landed i was wearing shorts oh wow Yeah, wow. it was a very poor decision on my part because I, I was wearing shorts when i left australia
2: mm-hmm.
0: then i come and then i when i get to uh finland i was like oh, wow so freezing cold so Good times. I'm excited. I have a a friend from Finland. Uh, We're going to talk about church planting here in Finland uh, coming up after the break. But before that, I actually have some news I want to share with you. Pretty crazy stuff happening in Australia. Did you know that Djokovic, Novak Djokovic, he now has a record-shattering 10th Australian Open crown? Did you know that?
2: No, I didn't know he had the first nine either.
0: (laughs) 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 So... You didn't know about the the tenth one, but she didn't know about the first one either. Well, there's actually nine in between as well, too.
2: I'm only vaguely aware of who he is.
0: Yeah, Novak Djokovic. Well, the the story to me is not the fact that he won the tenth Australian Open. So, just so you know, that's for tennis. Just so oh, you're aware, right, yeah, I don't know. Gotcha.
2: Gotcha. Okay. It's
0: a sport. People play it. Uh, has a couple rackets. There's a green <laughs> ball that bounces back and forth. Quite so, fun. A lot of people like are it. <laughs> so down in Melbourne, they have this thing called the Australian Open where all the best tennis players come together every single year and they play to see who the winner is. Well, Novak Djokovic, I believe he's Serbian of the Serbian descent. He comes back down uh, from, from Serbia, I suppose. He lives in Serbia. I don't actually know where he lives, but uh, he comes and he wins this thing over and over and over again. But last year, they wouldn't let him in.
2: Oh, oh, because of of the vaccine.
0: Because he's unvaccinated, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So he's unvaccinated. And and you know what's crazy? What? He was, he was like ahead of his time because he was just like, no, I'm not getting vaccinated. Like, I'm not going to do this. It's not good for my body. It's not, it's, and and he had some, I believe some pretty credible medical reasons for not getting any vaccination as well too, Mm -hmm. let alone the COVID vaccination. And he was like, no, I'm not going to do this. This is not something that I agree with because. You know, I want to have the freedom of choice to put whatever I want in my body. Yeah. So Australia, essentially big saga, uh, tried to kick him out or did kick him out, really like locked him out of the country. Now we come back a year later and he wins, wins the whole thing. Good on and him. And it's just like, to me, and and now the whole COVID narrative has changed. I read an article just recently that was basically saying that the unvaccinated uh, are So basically, the people who are protesting against vaccination are now responsible that those who got vaccinated are now getting sick with myocarditis or other Mm -hmm. vaccinated related issues, which is just a crazy thought process. Like, that's so unfair. Yeah. Because whether you get vaccinated or not, that's not, I really don't care either way, but like Mm -hmm. the freedom of choice is what matters to me. That's right. I think each person should have a decision uh, to make whether they're vaccinated or not vaccinated and to not allow the lingua franca, you know, the common uh, societal stance to dictate one way or the other. But like we should have the freedom of conscience because freedom of conscience is uniquely married to freedom of religion. So once that is removed, the freedom of religion disappears as well, too. And we have been facing that for a long time Mm -hmm. as well, too. But mm-hmm. I have another story that I want to talk about that just gives me a little bit of hope.
2: Wait, before you tell okay. it, can I quickly squeeze in one more quiz clue?
0: Oh, yeah, you better do that quick.
2: Okay, what am I? <laughs> Elisha commanded Jehoshash, king of Israel, to strike the ground with these. 0491064669, what am I? Elisha commanded Jehoash, king of Israel, to strike the ground with these. Okay, tell us your news.
0: Ooh, that's that's a good one. All right, so a 29-year-old basalt stone slab contains an extra-biblical reference to King David in support of him being an actual historical figure, according to scholars uh, who are writing in the latest edition of Biblical Archaeology Archeolo- Review. So here is more evidence that what is in the Bible is actually accurate extra-biblically, meaning we have outside of the Bible, archaeological, historical evidence that King David was actually the King David from the Bible. This is from the Mesha still, or the Moabite stone. It was discovered in 1868 uh, before being damaged in 1869, and the damage made certain parts of the tablet basically unreadable, right? But now new technology has come out, and a team from the West Semitic Research Project of the University of Southern California took new digital photographs of both the restored stella and the paper squeeze, so they made a little paper squeeze of it as well too. Put those two things together, and they use this method. It's called reflectance transformation imaging, and it revealed King David's actual name in wow. reference to the rulers of Judah. So now we have more evidence that the Bible is more accurate than a lot of naysayers have said in the past. And I just think that's even better news than anything else that I've heard in a long time. Because that is now we so can trust cool. that the Bible. Is actually accurate and Amen. true and verifiable because when we know that the Bible is true and we can rely upon the promises of God, it gives us such a, a reassurance that God is there for us, fulfilling those promises, and He loves
2: us. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. The Breakfast Show, right
0: here in Finland and Newcastle with Blake and Mon. Mon's over there in Newcastle with producer Shell giving me the thumbs up. And then I'm here in Finland with my friend Mikael, but we're not going to talk just yet because Mon has the quiz clues. I did it right. Yes. I almost the questions, but I did We
2: have our 300-point quiz clue this morning. It is a What Am I Clue um, quiz. And just to remind you what you're playing for, you're playing for a, a – du- is this a double prize again? Are we giving away two prizes? I feel like we're just, like, raining. We go raining, two prizes every
0: week now. Raining yeah, we go prizes, two prizes down every on people.
2: Week. So the first crazy. the first part of this double prize is a jigsaw puzzle. It is called Jesus at the Helm. It's a thousand-piece jigsaw puzzle, so it's not messing around. It's from the Bible Gallery collection. It's a beautiful, inspirational picture um, of Jesus in a, in a storm um, on the sea, uh, but he's at the helm of the boat, and the people around him are safe and calm in the midst of the storm. So beautiful depiction and then the second one is a DVD. It's called The Great Controversy, uh, and it is by uh, Fountain View Academy Orchestra Singers. So this is a beautiful uh, music uh, music DVD, so it's kind of like you watch it like a concert, and it goes on a musical historical journey through Europe. So a beautiful double uh, prize. I kind of want to have that myself, but I can't because I'm on the show. Anyway, so this is a What Am I quiz. The third clue for this What Am I uh, quiz goes like this. Jonathan used three of these to send a message to David. 0491064669 is the number to text or call if you think you know the answer. Jonathan used three of these to send a message to David. Now, just a reminder, if you don't want to play for the prize, that's totally fine. But if you still want to get in on the quiz action, you can state it or star it. So, Stara, if you don't want the prize, and we will, we will keep in mind not to put you in the prize draw, the prize draw, uh, oh, Liz, you guessed correct, nice work, Liz, um, the prize draw happens on Friday, you just need to get the quiz right once to be in it to win it, but of course, if you get in there five times, that's even better, and if you get in at the 500 points per day, oh, you, you're really swinging, um, so we, you have one chance a day, if you get it wrong, you're out for the day, you have to wait again to the next morning, Um, to play again. So I'm going to give you the clue one more time. uh, Jonathan used three of these to send a message to David. Uh, Brayden, you are also correct. Congratulations. You're in the prize draw.
0: (laughs) That's exciting. It's so good to actually hear your voice on this because before, Mon, earlier in the show, was texting me when to talk and when not to talk, and it was (laughs) It was quite innovative, but it was a little bit wild. I was just a little bit worried, but I'm so glad we got all that working. Uh, Producer Shell saved the day, made it all happen. Thank you so much, Shell. Amen. Uh, I'm here with my good friend that we've been running all over Helsinki today uh, with Mikael. Uh, Did I say it right that time? Yes, of course. Okay, Takama. So Mikael, Takama, uh, you helped plant a church here in Finland. But before we talk about that, I want to talk about the reindeer skin that I purchased today <laughs> from the market. That's right. What are your thoughts on the quality of that?
1: Well, I think that's premium quality. Indeed, you got it for a good price. I don't think that you would have been able to get similar skin for that price. So good, yeah, good on you.
2: <laughs> how are we going to get that back in the to... country? Is customs going to let you into Australia with a, a skinned reindeer?
0: I, you don't think they're going to let me in?
2: I don't know. That's actually.
0: Uh, that's actually... That's a good point. Yeah, concern. Well, it might, uh, it might be hanging on your wall here, Mikhail. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be <a> beautiful. <laughs> to figure that out. Like, what are, are you doing to Rudolph? Thing,
2: we have kids yeah. listening to this show. I mean, we yeah, all have, have
0: it there. It's beautiful. <laughs> it was, it's a very beautiful one, actually,
1: as well, too. Yeah, <laughs> but let's, let's try to first, you know. <laughs> we'll see. Get, we'll get, see what, get what we can do here. Sure. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. So next up, uh, we, I want to talk to you about church planning here yeah. in Finland. Now, I don't know. I, a lot of our listeners probably don't know a lot about Finland. Give us a little description of the religious and spiritual atmosphere here in Finland compared to Australia cuz you lived in Australia yeah. for about a year, yeah. Or, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh so you lived in Australia for about a year. You went to the Arise Bible school, uh the the college Bible college there for young people to learn about the Bible. We talk about it yeah. on the show all the time. Really really cool thing. You came from Finland. You spent a year in Australia. Half the year at a half the year half the year working in Newcastle That's as a Bible right. worker. What is the spiritual, religious uh, kind of atmosphere right. from Australia to Finland?
1: You know what? Like, of course, since both of them are Western cultures, there's a lot of similarities. But of the obviously history, especially the Reformation history, bring, brings uh, a remarkable difference in some way or another. But most of Finland is uh, belongs into the official Lutheran church. It is not exactly a state church, but the state and the and the church are cooperating very closely. And then there is another kind of like official church with, which is uh, the Orthodox church. But I think quite a small minority belongs to that comparing to the Lutheran church because the Lutheran church has plus 70% of the population, but I think it's less than 1% that belongs to the Orthodox church. In addition to that there's a rich history of uh, lutheran revivals different sorts of movements starting from 1800s and one of them one of the biggest ones is actually called Lestadianism. funny fact it actually started 1844 (laughs) really yeah it did start at the very same time it actually has a lot of like historical similarities to the advent revival but maybe we'll need to discuss more (laughs) about that later on
0: but at the moment wait hold on i do want to say that is right. something i have noticed you know your uh scandinavian reformation history like maybe no one i've ever
1: met before have you spent a lot of time studying that yes maybe maybe even too much but that's something <laughs> that i'm really interested about and i really want to understand the context of our culture and religious culture and i do think that also from the point of view of planting churches or just doing evangelism in general is extremely important to understand the mindset of the people that you are dealing with, but obviously now when we are in Helsinki and in the capital region, the the context, the religious context, is much more diverse. So let's say you go to the west coast of Finland, a bit more north, then you will face more like this. Let's say more conservative, less that in this uh, kind of like Bible belt. But when you come to Helsinki or more to the south or bigger cities, it's more like let's say a liberalish or even secular post Christian context. And of course, due to due to Immigration and stuff like that there is also a lot of different type of religious um influence that wasn't here so, no. so you're trying to tell me there's a Bible belt in finland yes uh, there is there is I, I actually learned about that quite recently so it's it's mostly the Swedish speaking western coast it's a referred it's not official but it's oftentimes referred. In the conversation as kind of the equivalent of the bible belt in Finland very
0: oh. interesting yeah. so the west coast being like the coast on the side of Sweden
1: yes and it is uh, it is Swedish speaking as I mentioned so many many of the Lestalians actually are are uh, Swedish speaking because the uh, Lars Laris Levi Lestalios who was the founder of the movement were actually came from Sweden originally and he was preaching in Lapland and caused a huge revival in actually, the
0: no. What's Lapland? That's like the northern area between
1: Sweden and Norway and Finland. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Like it's it's, it's your, like the outback. Yeah, and actually, I think, I think even parts of Russia. Would oh, love, as well too to that. Yeah, but it it it's like divided at least with with four countries. Wow. Okay. So yeah. it's it's really rural. Right? Yeah, it's really rural. But uh, back in the days, and now since we opened this conversation a little bit, I might expand. So there was like a huge problem with alcohol alcoholism in the area and so this well, their personal story or their personal history of last level that is was really interesting overall but like he's like um what happened there as he had a personal revival first encountering the grace of god and 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 deepening in that experience then he caused like a mass uh revival that led into a, like basically he made a um, whole lapland sober for a while
0: Wow. So, the entire region of Lapland, which well, is like Norway, Sweden, Finland, and part of Russia, they were
1: essentially sober uh, well at, at least at least the Finnish Lapland, and of course, to say it's completely sober is probably some form of exaggeration, but that's, that's was pretty close, but I want to emphasize just how big of an impact that was so that was actually the biggest northern revival of the whole human history.
2: those are the kind of influences Whoa. we need.
0: Yeah, so so you're telling me the like the Northern revival, as in like Northern probably Scandinavia, e- or we're talking like Europe? Or are we talking about what are we talking
1: about? I here? think we're talking about Northern Europe. Okay, um, perhaps Scandinavia, definitely Finland, right? Definitely. Sweden. So 100,
0: percent the biggest revival in Finland yeah. happened. And how do you say this guy's name? Lars Levi Lestarius.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. For all of our listeners in but, Australia, uh, we just land. Large. Yeah. Yeah. what they're to Yeah.
2: Are you Finnish originally?
1: Yeah, I'm half Finnish and half Filipino, but I was born oh. in Finland. So, so I've like I've never heard a
2: Finnish of accent before. So I'm wondering if what I'm hearing is like what Finns sound like.
1: It could be, although. For, obviously, I'm biased, and for my benefit, I'd like to say that I might not have as strong Finnish access as some other people could have.
0: I, it's pretty Finnish,
1: yeah. it is. like okay. From what, I, what I've what i heard other
0: people talking, like, you sound Finnish to me. Fair sure. enough, fair enough. But, like, it is a, it's a little <laughs> bit different, but, like, it's, yeah, it's... It's beautiful. Yeah, it's,
2: it's,
0: it's fin-ish. Yeah. Yeah, okay, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. So okay, uh, so you have this huge a revival, uh, yeah, up in Lapland, which it sounds like a great place. Also, Lapland is where you can see the Northern Lights. Yes, right. Of the That's one of the places yeah. there. Okay, uh, which I'm hoping to see uh, later on this week. We'll see what happens, uh, or later on in this mission trip. Wanted to see some Northern Lights. I'm yeah. very excited about the Aurora Borealis. But b- b- besides those, besides the Northern Lights, you guys have kind of created a little light here in Helsinki at yeah. White Coast. Talk
1: yes. about that. Well, actually, from my point of view, the inspiration came actually in our, in our eyes and in, in Australia back in 2019 when I was there. And so they had been plans already previously made by some of the like leaders or the youth workers that they wanted to establish some some type of new project. And so I actually called from New Zealand when we were on a trip with my friends that I would be interested in, like, doing some type of church work before I start studying theology. And they said that they already have some plans, so they welcomed me on board. And so then we started developing these plans, and it became Oikos, which is ancient Greek, and means basically house or household or family, or kind of like multi-meaning, but not just like house as a singular building, but like... of the home. Yeah, by the home. And so... um, yeah, we, we established a team or we were recruiting a team. Well, first of all, we were praying a lot because it was like we started this project in 2020 when it was like COVID quarantine, COVID and all quarantine, of those yeah. things, all church activities were basically closed almost everywhere in Finland. And so we wanted to start this project and so God led um, a team of eight people to come together and we started living in this 150 square meter house together dividing it into different wings. And so we started, like, the, the point of the point that we, uh, or the goal that we had was just to make the context of the church somehow easily accessible for people. So what we have recognized, at least in the Finnish context, is that people are more and more reluctant to voluntarily come into a church, church, convent, mm-hmm. But they are not necessarily reluctant to the Christian message or Christians as such. So we thought that let's try to create a context where they can come um, as they are, I guess, and um, and that we would try to like establish this uh, community, like very community-based church. Because I think Finnish culture, obviously, is very individualistic, and if anyone has ever checked out the Finnish nightmares, like it's it's probably also a little bit. Chise, you know, in some way, so, so the the Finnish culture is not so community Focus, focused, focused, right. yeah. But there's still a huge need for a community, and people still do like that, and they and they long for that. So we wanted to, you know, just become really close community that is sharing authentically, like the life struggles and victories that we are going through. And so, we moved together uh, into this house in um, 2020 in September and we started doing this project together um and it was a blessing from the very beginning so what we could figure is that like plenty of quite a, like well i guess but what depends what's the definition of plenty but plenty compared to what has been previously um like like plenty of people started coming and uh, getting to know our church and now we've been running this uh, project for two and a half years with three different uh, three different teams and um I would say there has been a consistent flow of like new people coming there all the time. And I've heard
0: you guys got plans now to kind of um, move to a bigger location because there's too many
1: people. Is
0: that right? Well,
1: I guess um, basically the future of Oikos is still um, quite uncertain at this point. So we're not sure the next steps. We are not sure sort of But the we next, know that like,
0: steps need to be taken.
1: Yeah, we, ne- we know that the steps need to be taken. And, and uh, of course... Um, only future will tell what's going to happen. I think we're going to still stick to the house for a little while longer, especially for the reason that it's a very efficient way to invite people. So, so we've had like a remarkable growth in 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 like in in the community in these past years. A lot of new people who've never had anything to do, um, well, with, especially with with the Adventist Church, have have joined along. But but I would say that. Uh, yeah, I don't, we don't really know at this point yet, like, where we are, where we are heading, but the, but the fact of the matter is that when we started this, we didn't really even, like, Know what was going to happen at yeah, all. Yeah, no, what, a, like, yeah, we didn't know anything. So, like, God has been blessing throughout the whole way, and what I'm particularly thankful about is that, like, so, just so many new friends have joined this community and found it to be their home and, and, um, Their oikos. Think, yeah, they're oikos. They're family. <laughs> yeah yeah and what a beautiful word yeah and from the perspective of like the church like Adventist church and the and the ministries that we've been running here like Oikos at least according to the leaders and what they've been saying that it has been the most successful church plant and an evangelistic effort in like several decades wow so but I mean it's not that there's like huge uh church anyways here so I mean like the, very,
0: the the church in general is very small yeah. in Finland. You know, honestly, I want to actually hear more about this. We've run out of time uh, right. today, but in two weeks' time, we're coming back again. Yeah. Maybe I'd we do can that. do another episode, yeah. maybe on uh, two two Mondays from now. We can maybe sort that out and do, sure. finish up part two of Oikas here on Faith FM. Mikhail, thank you so much thank you so for much joining for- us.
1: Kitos Palium. Thank you very much and finished Ah, Kitos. No, awesome. ketos it. on Faith
2: FM. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.